Happy New Year's, friends. It is 2021, and we sincerely hope you had an amazing holiday season. Karen and I unplugged, and it was amazing. But we want to talk to you about some things that are coming up in this next week, and then also introduce you to the episode. How's it going, Karen? Good. Happy New Year. I can't believe that uh, we're finally here. We're finally out of 2020 and and have a fresh start. So I'm excited to uh, see all the good things that are coming out of this year already. I can just kind of visualize it. It's, it's happening. During our break, we actually held a strategic planning workshop that was a bonus for next levelers who signed up the new six week program that starts on Monday, the 11th. So during our time away from recast and podcast episodes, we did a strategic planning workshop for our next levelers. And it was so good that we actually created an evergreen workshop for anybody who wants to purchase it. So If you have yet to do your strategic planning for 2021, go to vip.honestconvos.co and do the workshop with us. It's a recording. Karen and I recorded us going through the actual strategic planning process. You get a fillable PDF. It's seven pages and it's a repeatable process, but it's basically like you mapping out your promotions, your operations. And what's the D, Karen? Development. development. <laughs> I was like, wait, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like what whatever you need to actually develop and create. Yeah. Yeah. So it's our it's our pod approach. Karen came up with pod because we love, you know, acronyms. That's an option for you to take advantage of. And then what else do we have going on, Karen? Yeah. And it's actually a Google Doc. I was like, ah, but I don't want anyone to be like, where's my PDF? But um, but okay. it's still like you can fill it in as you go along and everything. Yeah, so we have that and we have Next Level that starts on Monday and I can't believe it's like round two and there's still spots available if you want to check that out. It's also at the same vip.honestcombos.co. And um, it's so funny because, you know, I'm always like listening to the hottest trends and in business. And um, so one of the things I heard lately is that having a six week implementation focus kind of boot camp style program is like the hottest thing. And I'm like, what? Me and Marsha have been doing that for a while now. So, yeah, so we're definitely on trend, guys and gals, ladies, whoever's listening. <laughs> and so if you're looking to actually like stop thinking and planning. Not that any of the planning is bad. We literally just told you to go grab a strategic planning workshop, but um, it's time to take action. Like this is the start of a new year. Like let's do the things. And so, yeah, that's why I'm so excited about next level starting on Monday and we still have spots available for that. Yeah. I'm super excited too. And I love when we get validated by the universe that we are on trend, but yeah, Mm -hmm. six weeks of focused attention and fast action. That's all. That's what the next level accelerator is all about. So join us. Okay. So we're going into the archives and today's episode, we recorded back in February of 2018. Karen started it and she said, you know, um, because the theme is the startup is messy. And she, she mentions that it's February and starts talking about how you know, starting a business is like starting a new year. So the timing couldn't have been any better. But yeah, that's really good timing. <laughs> yeah. So 
there's talk about how the excitement goes away and how we just talk about what it really means to start a business and like different tips and ways to know that you're actually working on a business that you should be working on. Yeah, it's a great episode. So, you know, go ahead and dive into that. This is perfect timing. You know, if you're starting, this is going to be great. If you've been doing it for a while, this is still probably going to give you some nuggets to think about and kind of reflect on. So yeah, check out the episode and let us know what you think. We want to hear from you. You know, talk to us on social media. We won't bite. We promise. Uh, DM us on Instagram at honestconvos 8 Join the conversation with us. And speaking of joining the conversation, if you are on Clubhouse this Friday at 3 p.m. and future Fridays, we are going to be doing casual chats about the episode that was dropped on Tuesday. So if if you're on that app, find us. It's at Karen Kilby Clark and at Marcia Sheehan. And uh, yeah, but if you have any questions about the Next Level Accelerator, if you have an idea that this is the year that you're really going to make your business into everything that you've dreamed it can be, but you want some guidance and some handholding and some help and a supportive team helping you, uh, then check it out, vip.honestcombos.co, and we would be honored and would love to have you in our group. Yay! You're listening to Honest Combos with Karen and Marsha. A podcast about self-growth and personal development for entrepreneurial women. We discuss going from a limited mindset to a growth mindset, self-love, confidence, goal smashing, and much more. And And now, on on to to the the episode. episode. Welcome to Honest Conversations with Karen and Marsha. A podcast about women's issues, entrepreneurship, motherhood, productivity, interviews with experts, and whatever else we want to talk about. On today's episode of Honest Convos, Karen and I will be talking about how the startup is messy. Mm -hmm. Yes, very, very messy. And it's kind of appropriate since it's like the beginning of 2018, sort of still, right? February is only the second month. So a lot of people are coming, came down from the holiday high and now are settling back into normal routine. And it's like when you're starting up a new year, you have a lot of that startup energy, right? It's like the same kind of energy when you're starting a new venture or a goal or a business or whatever it may be, a project. It's like that same kind of startup energy. And I feel like we get kind of excited and we might want to like do all the things and then we get overwhelmed and then we might not do any of the things. So anyway, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> right. And it is. That's a that's a great comparison because I've had a few startups <laughs> and, and Karen has too. I mm-hmm. feel like that's why her and I get along so well because we're very similar with like our optimism and our our love of growing and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But like it really is. It's like the beginning of the year where everything's new and fresh and you're excited, but like you really have to be realistic and just know that that that's not always going to last. Yeah. You got to have practices in place that will, you know, encourage you to keep going once the excitement and thrill of it is pumping the brakes a little bit. Right. Yeah. When it starts to kind of like wear off or when the reality sets in of like, 
maybe, or if you don't have patience, like I don't have patience. (laughs) So I work on that a lot, but um, maybe like you put some effort into things and then you're not seeing results yet. And so it's like you, the excitement kind of goes away when you don't see results. And so that's when it's like time to, I don't know, dig deeper (laughs) and like find the motivation and like get back to your why and your, you know, your reason. And so um, I know we were thinking about the bootstrapping aspect of it Mm -hmm. and like how important it is when you're first starting something like not to get too gung ho (laughs) and spend too much of your uh, resources, especially like when you're bootstrapping, because like using me as an example, when I started my first blog, uh, Memoirs of a Clueless Woman, you know, I was like, oh, I love this. This is this is the best title ever. I like trademarked it, which is not cheap. And then I like, I don't not love it anymore, but it just kind of didn't fit after, you know, a few months, or like a year in. And then I kind of transitioned to the Mommyhood Mentor. And I was like, oh, I love this. This is the best ever. I trademarked that. <laughs> it was like, you know, all this excitement in in each step of that starting up something new. And then here I am now even, you know, starting something, transitioning into another new start um, with time to thrive. And so I've kind of learned that lesson at this point. Like I'm not going to trademark anything. I'm not going to (laughs) like dump a bunch of resources into things that can change as the time goes on. And I'm trying to like keep that enthusiasm, but not, but just kind of be like you said, practical and follow some best practices that I have learned through those other, you know, starting up phases. Right. And that, you know, that's a case of third time's a charm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) But uh, yeah, because, you know, Karen doesn't need to be funding all of the lawyers in (laughs) the area. Right. (laughs) Do you get a discount because your sister works at USC? Uh, no, yeah. oh, absolutely not. Do <laughs> yeah, they don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was one of the things that with my first business too. It was a product based business, and um, luckily I took, or not luckily, but I mean, I guess it was just really good timing. I took a a class that was called the legal nuts and bolts of owning a business. And it talked about, and it's actually a recurring class that's held at the community business partnership, Mm. which is in Springfield, Virginia. I just saw another one um, in their newsletter, but um, it was talking about like how to get, you know, registered in, in the state of Virginia. And like, basically like, these are the things you really need to do. And then these are things that you might want to do later on, because Mm -hmm. the truth is like, with the ease of starting up a business or a side gig or whatever you want to call it, it's, it's pretty simple to do. And like, it doesn't have to be very um, expensive to do it, but these are all things that, you know, you want to keep in the back of your mind, but like until you get that flow of money coming in, like maybe not put all your eggs in a basket. So Mm -hmm. I had a mentor, Sonia Kaysen from Community Business Partnership. And she was like, because my product was something that was brand new to the market. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I had the same passion that Karen <laughs> had. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. And like people would see it and be like, wow, this is the best thing ever. And I'd be like, okay, you want to buy some? <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Like, I need that. I need a sale. All right. Yeah. 
but my, the mentor, she said to me, she was like, okay, you know, patents, like, you're not going to just have to get a utility patent. You'll have to get a design patent too. So like you might want to, you know, that can be between seven to $9,000. So Mm. what you might want to do is like for every sale, take maybe 20% of that and put it aside and then save up. And she's like, and then, you know, it'll be based on the sales. And Mm -hmm. if I had done that, I mean, I would have had like $15 to put (laughs) (laughs) right. There was a lot of learning experiences with that, but I did go a little bit. So I, so that was, thank God, you know, like I didn't put the money into that because that whole business was to bring money in, but I didn't do that. But I did spend money on a logo and, you know, it's a lot. So like yeah. in the beginning, like if you're not bringing money in, if you're testing stuff out, like if you haven't done like a pre-launch ideal client, if you don't know who exactly your clients or customers are, like you have to be mm-hmm. very cautious about how you're spending your money because it is limited and there's nothing worse than having that like scarcity mindset. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then that kind of puts you in that opposite position where it's like you are grinding because you desperately need money to come in instead of serving your target or your ideal person with whatever it is they need based on, you know, what you're offering. So it's like you want to come from that place of service, but that can be a difficult mindset shift when you're like, I really need to make money. <laughs> like right. I need clients or I need customers. I need money. Right. Oh so, yeah. Cause that desperation, like people pick up on that. I mean, and I've yeah. seen that personally, like I've been that person and I've seen that, like when you go to a vendor event and you're like, Oh, I really like this product. But then like, you just don't buy it and you don't know why, but it's like that vibe the person's putting off. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, and I mean, obviously like none of us are, you know, trying to, not support other people but it's like right I don't know it just doesn't feel right like it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel in alignment like in alignment with what you want to do with your money so it's just yeah you got to be careful yeah 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 and it's um something you said earlier when you were talking about like you know Magnificuffs and starting that up and the investments I just thought about like even when I talked about not having patience And, you know, there's a kind of a fine line between being impatient when you're not seeing results yet versus kind of knowing when this might not be the right, you know, path and and you need to pivot. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I think sometimes we get too attached to an idea and it's like, well, no, I've got to see this through. I can't quit, you know, and it's like, you know, there is a point where you want to kind of say to yourself, like, is this really what I want to do? Like, is this really still the thing? And if it's not, that's okay. You know, it's not really quitting. It's just pivoting into something that is more in alignment and maybe more of where you are now versus where you were when you first started. That's one of those things where my dog's scratching at the door. (laughs) You know, the kids and the the husband's being scratching at the door. Um, sorry. That's okay. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) We were talking about pivoting. Oh yeah. Yeah. About pivoting. Okay. And that, that's another thing too, is like the importance of like networking and getting Mm -hmm. to know who your customers are or your ideal customers are like, because 
you have to have like a fan base or like a customer base. And then they're going to be the ones that will let you know, because I had like customers, but they were, this was back with the product based business, you know, and Karen was one of them and her daughter, like they Mm -hmm. loved the product and everything, but it was like having that conversation, like, okay, do you ever see this getting to be mainstream or like, you know, like how many Mm -hmm. really see yourself buying and, you know, and just knowing, like, just knowing if what you're doing, if it is like your passion or right. If it's something that, cause you do, you really have to know what your why is and it has to propel you forward, you know? And I think you kind of do really just know, Cause like with charm Cardinals, like I know, like this is what I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be doing. Like I used to be that girl in the bathroom at the college parties. I didn't, you know, when I would <laughs> go visit my friends at college, right. um, but I would be the one like, you know, we got this girls, like we are all sexy, good looking women. And like, you know, just mm-hmm. like packing people up and like encouraging them and whatever. Usually I was wasted, but whatever. <laughs> you know, now right. I'm like an older, sober version of that, but still yeah. it's like, I have just always had that in me. And like, once I started to go down the charm Cardinals road, everything just started to flow and like, Mm -hmm. it just reaffirmed what I was doing. So like now, and I don't have that attachment, Karen, like you said, like, I'm not like, if I try something and it doesn't work out, I'm just like deuces and I move on. And it's not mm-hmm. like, like with Magnificuffs, I would post like a picture on Instagram and I, you know, would keep checking for like engagement and feedback and there was nothing. And then it would like hurt my ego, you know? And I'd be like, mm-hmm. Ugh. but that was because it wasn't like, that was not what I was supposed to be doing. Like it yeah. in alignment with my values. It was, I was trying to make some money and that's okay. Like I wanted to have, you know, I wanted to bring money into the house and I don't, it didn't, it didn't work out. And man, look at, look at me now. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we can't get too attached. Yeah. Um, Cause that's how I felt like when I first started blogging and I was setting up my brand memoirs of a clueless woman, I had just got a new website. Like I was all in, you know, I had trademarked it. I'm like, really? And then, um, you know, people started asking me for advice, you know, as I started kept blogging, you know, the questions started changing and the comments started changing. It wasn't just like, Oh, that happened to me too. Or, Oh, I hate, like, I hate stuff like that. Or, you know, it started to become like, well, how do you do it all? Like, well, what are your tips for X, Y, Z? And so it just didn't feel like it really fit when I'm memoirs of a clueless woman, but I want to give you advice because right. I don't know, clueless and advice giving didn't seem to like really go hand in hand. Right. Yeah. But I, so I, but it took me a minute to like really detach from memoirs of a clueless woman, you know, and to be like, it's okay, you know, I can use it for something else or, you know, just kind of not being so, you know, pressed to use that brand, but it it can be hard when, you know, you're, and like you said, it can be like an ego thing because you feel like, you know, you created this, 
This is something you, you know, created and now it's maybe not the right thing. And it's like, but you know, I don't want my baby to be ugly, you know, or I don't want my, I don't want to, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. But that is the thing you want to be like a successful, like entrepreneur, like you have to be constantly trying and failing. Like the quote, Karen knows this about me, but like, I keep having these quotes that will like go over and over in my head. And my most recent one is like, um, you have to go from failure to failure with no less, no loss of enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. And it's like with the day job, like, and staffing and like, I mean, like I'm going from failure to failure, like, and just trying all of these different things. And like, but that, that is another thing is like the, not being attached to the outcome because it all, it is all learning and it's not, you know, like people mm-hmm. didn't like, they don't see me now and say like, Oh man, remember how stupid that <laughs> right. situation was? You know, it's yeah. like, yeah. You know. Well, yeah. And people don't think about us half as much as at all, as much as we think they do. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're too busy thinking about themselves. So right. yeah. Well, yeah. So if you're like starting something or pivoting or looking, you know, or thinking about pivoting or starting something, we just kind of want to, you know, have that discussion now to give you some encouragement and just kind of share our experience with that very same thing. Um, and I like I want to go back to one thing you said about the community partnership. Was it the community business partnership? Community, yeah, cbponline.org. Yeah, because um, you know, you you don't know what you don't know, right? So it's good, like whenever, like I'm an analyst. That's what you know in my day job. I'm I'm always like researching, writing white papers, and like so it's like a I love doing stuff like that. So whenever I'm about to start something, I like dive into the research phase, like you know, head first. I'm all in. So so you know, don't be a you know, you definitely want to reach out to people for mentors, you know, or to like organizations like that one where you can take some, it's free classes, right? Uh, no, I paid for oh. that. I think it was like, but they're uh, not that expensive. Right. I think well, I it was remember. by uh, Rebecca Geller and I think it was like 25 bucks or 30 bucks. Right. Like, yeah. So, but, but she like volunteers her time and she's like, a yeah. lawyer, so it was, it's a very nominal. So there are some reasonable price resources. Right. Yeah. So you don't have to like spend a ton of money, but you definitely can get the knowledge you need. So you're proceeding with all that good right. information. Yeah, like that, the the government, I mean, the Small Business Administration, like they have yeah, uh, workforce development, like hubs all over the place. And like you just, if you go to sba.gov, I mean, it's clunky. The website's clunky. <laughs> yeah. like, there, there is help out there. And like right. also like just going to networking things. And I mean, I swear to God, like entrepreneurs are like the most vulnerable people you'll ever meet because they're yes, all like, they're just yes. like, okay, like this is what I know. Who do you know? What, you know, and it's, they're just, everybody's like trying to help each other. It's like a very great community. So um, I would say networking or going and finding actual like mentors who are further ahead, you know, but there is something to be said for like being around like-minded people, but then also like we need our teachers and, you know, who have, who have succeeded, you know, Mm -hmm. so that you can look and be like, okay, it is like possible. Like, don't right. surround yourself with bootstrapping people. <laughs> never, yeah, like, you want to mix. <laughs> yeah, you want to have a mix. Different perspectives. Yeah. People have different experiences that you can kind of, 
you know, learn from all those those different points of view and stuff. Right. Cool. All right. Well, I think that kind of wraps up our first 2018 episode. And yeah. although this is a timeless topic, so if it's no longer 2018, I'm sure this still applies. But right. <laughs> so um, we'll be posting a couple times a month. So uh, on yeah, on Tuesdays. So look out for the next episode in a couple of weeks. And you can find us on Facebook at our new uh, Honest Conversations home base, which is uh, facebook.com forward slash or backward slash, I don't know, slash (laughs) Honest Combos. So find us there and um, definitely add your voice to the conversation. Um, I mean, it says Honest Conversations with Karen and Marsha. And um, just so we didn't make like too long of a title, we didn't put in YouTube. But it is in YouTube. So <laughs> feel free to leave us your comments and uh, reach out to us on Twitter. And um, yeah, just be a part of the conversation. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. For show notes and ways to connect with us, go to www.honestconvospodcast.com. 